When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Monday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Tochi. Joined... For the second time, third time ever on this show. Third time. Third time ever. By the one, the only, Jalen Conyers. It's Corn. You're right. You're right. Jalen Corn. What's your middle name? Uh, we're not discussing that it's on the your show. Ma- Come on. No. I don't, tell, I don't tell what's anyone my middle name. What's it start with? S. An S. Starts with an S. An S. If oh, you guess man. it, if someone guesses it, I'll literally give you 20 bucks. 20 bucks? Someone that, if I see their name and I know who you are, it doesn't count, but. If you can yes. guess it, I'll give you. Tw- I'll Venmo you twenty bucks. Damn. Okay. Well, I guess that's that's the incentive for the show today. Just see if you can guess. Guess my middle name. Middle name in the comments for the next forty five minutes. See if uh, make yourself some money. Uh, Jalen. Uh, before we get into all the stuff we've got for today, I know you've got some rants that we're gonna get into. Uh, you're gonna be helping. Just, I guess, explain a little bit of your story. But just first and uh, foremost, man, you've got nine Saturdays left. Yep. Until college football starts. How That's excited crazy. are you, man? I'm very excited. It's kind of crazy. You told me just now, and I was like, nine? Like, nine is not a lot. That's not, we're not even double digits anymore. So, nine Saturdays away from finally being back in Sun Devil Stadium in front of fans. So, you know, it's really exciting. I'm excited. We're already getting into the, the back half of the summer yeah. and turning into packed up media day, turning into fall camp, turning into season. So, it's, it's coming up quick, but I'm excited. Are they having you go to that? Because I know they don't have everybody go for Pac-12 Media Day. I know they have usually quarterbacks and that type of stuff. Are you going to be going? They have two of us going to Pac-12 Media Day. I'm not sure exactly who it is yet, but hopefully I'll get to go. I mean, obviously, if I do go, I'll obviously, hopefully, represent Central Nation well, but I would love to go. But, you know, if I get picked, I'm definitely going to go. I'm definitely going to take advantage of it. Kenny's going to be like, nah, nah, we're not. I know, Kenny's watching this. He's like, nah, not after that. I'm like, bro, you got to have corn there. I saw... For the first time, what it, what is that on your phone? It's a Burrito Express sticker. But that's you. Yeah, it's me. Let me see this shit. It's me. They made a Burrito that's Express sticker of me. Awesome. Have you seen this? This it's is fucking awesome. It's a sticker it's of a me. It's a sticker of him with like a BE arm wrap. BE arm wrap, BE jersey. And there's BE on color. the helmet. Oh, and it says, bur- oh my God. That's Tough. Sick. Elite. Burrito Express Elite. I literally just tweeted about it, bro. I went and got two Breakfast Supremes before I came up here and a drink. Now I'm drinking my sweet tea. We need to so. tell Max that we need stickers. We need podcast stickers ASAP. Don't be sick. Or just get one of you doing it. We sell stickers, right, Totri? Yeah, I know we sell stickers, man, but I'm not on a sticker. When can I get my PHNX sticker then? Yeah. We've, well, got that's stickers. A, yeah, we've got stickers in the office. You can have what? Yeah, oh, my thing, bro. Yeah, what? Can, I want a sticker. Well, we've got stickers of like other things, not necessarily. Oh, oh okay. It's all right, though. Yeah, when we get a sticker for your podcast, we'll let you know. I'll be excited for uh, that. Jalen, I want to get into a little bit just about your journey 
to where you're at now, obviously aspirations to, to be in the NFL, that type of stuff. For, for any of the recruits, because I've seen you, I know uh, Bryce Pierre, Messiah Swinson, uh, at least when it came to, to one specific recruit. But when these recruits like come out here, what is like your message to them aside from the recruiting thing like take that away from from them trying to come to arizona state like what's your biggest piece of advice to those kids um i think the number one thing i try to tell people is go somewhere that you feel comfortable and that you feel like you can build great relationships don't go to a place where you're starstruck by all the lights and the glamour and the name of the school and all that like for me I kind of, I, I mean, I'm a kind of a victim of it. Like I went to OU, it was close to home. Obviously OU is a big school. They have a lot, of, they have a really good, obviously good football program. And it's kind of like, hey man, this is probably just a place where I'm, I'm assuming I'm gonna be happy. I'm assuming I'm gonna get done what I wanna get done. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's not what happened. And then obviously coming here, transferring here, I learned what it was like to be happy, what it was like to have fun playing football, what it was like to be around a good group of guys and a good group of coaches to build a good relationship with and be excited about football, coming to practice every day. So I think number one thing I chase with was be genuine, be honest, ask a bunch of questions. And a lot of times, like to be honest with you, like all the coaches, their their job is to recruit you. Their job is to <laughs> say anything and everything to get you to want to come to that school. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I, if you come to me, you're going to get the real from me, the good, the bad, the ugly, the perfect. So at the end of the day, like that's what I like to try to tell people just like, hey, man, like at the end of the day, go somewhere where you know or think you're going to be happy. Don't go somewhere you're just going there because you think it fits your image or yeah. whatever. So I feel like that's a tough and you tell me if I'm wrong, but like I feel like that's a tough thing to find especially I, I know you mentioned you, you started obviously at OU but when you're a high schooler right you're a senior you're a junior going through this process obviously if you are a high level recruit you have 20 30 40 50 schools trying to recruit you like I feel like it's it's a real challenge for some of these kids obviously dealing with everything that they're dealing with already at the mm-hmm. high school level like you remember being in high school the yeah, absolutely. Shit that you got to go through but like trying to find a place where you feel comfortable and that you can like trust it i feel like that's tough right yeah no it's it's hard because i think the biggest thing with now is is like even with nil included in the all this yeah. like the biggest thing is like where am i going to get money where am i going to play where am i going to be the coach going to love me and want to pick me over other people like yeah. i think it's just so political now that you have to be careful where you go i think the cool thing about asu that Ken, coach Dick kenny is like brought on is like hey i'm gonna be honest with you and i'm gonna tell you straight up what the truth is and if you don't agree with it if you don't like it then don't come here so, um, I mean, obviously the message with him is just like, hey, you're coming to a place where it's a very populated area, a lot of things you can do, a lot of opportunities outside of football, and it's a great place to come play football, and it's a great place to be, obviously, the weather, and just everything is like, I'm honest, he's be straight mm-hmm. up honest with these recruits, and a lot of them, like, I think the biggest red flag, I guess, in my opinion, is if, if a recruit's coming in and saying, all right, what's your NIL look like, what's your money look like, like, if you don't want to be at that school, if you're just there for the money, then you might as well go somewhere else. You might as well mm-hmm. keep going in because Kenny's not going to offer you offer anyone five hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars to come to the program. No, no, like realistically, there's not very many schools doing that. Even yeah. if they say they are, they're not really doing it. It's just one of those things where like you have to be honest with yourself, and you got to trust your thought, and you got to trust your family, and you got to trust like what you're going with in your gut to pick the right school you want to go to. When you were in that like recruiting process, obviously NIL wasn't like a thing when you were going through that whole thing uh was there any specific moments for you like during that recruiting process and you don't need to mention like schools or coaches or whatever that were just like it's immediate where you're like yeah this isn't this isn't the place i mean i think so i think there were schools that 
you know, when you look at, obviously you got Twitter, you got Instagram, you yeah. got all those things. When you look at schools and you're like, all right, what does their program look like on the outside? Look like looking on the outside, looking in, like yeah. when you're looking at it. And there's some schools I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'd fit in there. I don't think I'd like it. Like I already got, there were some, a lot of those schools I got that vibe from. A lot of them were up in the North because it was cold. And I was like, you know, I don't want to go play in the cold, to be honest with you. So like, that's our, like, even this little stuff like that, that I thought of. So it's one of those things that I had just been thinking about. And then, I mean, for me, I think the craziest part about it was the schools that you thought liked you. And then all of a sudden you show them a little bit less attention or a transfer spot opens or a bigger recruit decommits. Like sometimes you can be forgotten and you're completely really? on the back burner. Like, uh, and I they mean, just pull the offer. Well, yeah, or? it's not even pulling the offer. It's just like, it's just like, man, like if, for example, if I'm the number five tight end in the country, if the number one tight end decommits, like they're back all over him. Yeah. They're not really worried about me at that point because they're like, oh, yeah, he's our backup. Like, I mean, that's kind of just how it is. That's real life. I mean, it's the same way with being the starter and being the second string and third string. You kind of just got to eat it and live with it. So there are definitely those moments. Um, I feel like, I mean, again, I think I made the best decision for me. I think everything happens for a reason. So I think my path has been the way it's supposed to be. But yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a choice. Like, you know, when you're in high school, you're 17, 18 years old and you feel like you're having to make an option for the rest of your life. It's, it's tough. Yeah, absolutely. Was there like a moment for you in high school where you're like, okay, I know I can take this shit to the next level. Like where you just had like a, a game, a, a play, whatever, where you just like dominated so bad that you were like, yeah, I'm, um, I'm built like that. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, through my junior year of the football season in high school, I was the second, I was really the second receiver. We had a dude named Creed Spivey. He was like really the number one receiver. He's fast, athletic. We're both like, and like that was my first year really playing receiver. I played quarterback at the, my other school two years before that. So that was still kind of getting acclimated. He got hurt going in, into the playoffs, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Hey, we kind of need you to take a bigger like step as like a player." And I was like, "All right, yeah, just let me know and like whatever." Like obviously being a team player, quote unquote, and stuff. So I remember going into playoffs and thinking like, "Oh yeah, I'm probably gonna go from about five to six catches a game, probably to like seven or eight, and seven or eight really turned into twelve to fifteen, like to where they're like, "Dude, like third down, fourth down, we're coming to you." Just and I think, yeah, no, literally, <laughs> and I think I think the game that really opened up the opportunity was. Honestly, the state championship game where we we got beat so bad, we got beat like seventy to thirty. Oh god! In the state championship, so Southern Utah. No, nah, literally, <laughs> like we were, we were. Well, first of all, we weren't supposed to make it to state. We were an underdog. Um, we went to the state championship. We're playing a team that had won the year before in a bigger conference, but they had just gotten smaller, so they went they went down a level into our level, and we ended up playing them and got beat really bad. But I had a crazy good game. I think I had like twelve receptions, two hundred something yards, th four touchdowns, something like that, and. That was kind of why I was like, dang, like even like, and like no offense to my team at all in high school, but we just weren't the better team, yeah. honestly. And I was just a better athlete than some of the kids on the other side. That was when I was kind of like, you know what? Like, I think if I took football series, I could turn into something. I didn't really have that intention. But obviously when I got my first offer and then the second one and they just started rolling off, I was like, all right, maybe this is something I should look into. And obviously it ended me up where I'm at now. Yeah. So. And now you're here and now you're one of the best tight ends in the entire country and the NFL. Yeah. at some point right Hopefully. that's, that's the aspiration yeah absolutely I, it's crazy because i remember growing up and my dream was i didn't care what sport it was I just, if it, whether it was the NBA, nfl nba mlb like i just want to be a pro athlete because yeah. i was just i mean I grew up doing that and from about probably sixth grade 
to uh, probably about my junior year of high school, I was full on basketball. I'm going to go to the NBA. I'm going to be that type of player. I'm going to go Phoenix to son. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Like I'm going <laughs> to go to Texas tech. I'm going to go to hoop there. I'm going to go to Kansas hoop there and be a one and done. Like that was my plan. And it kind of hit me at the end of my junior year when I was like football, I was like, you know what? Football may be the better route to take just based on the offers I get and the type of attention I'd be getting. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm, my size, when I looked at my size compared to NBA guys, I was like, man, there's a lot of guys in the NBA that are probably way more skilled than me in my same size and like why, yeah. you know, I'd have to develop. So football was the way to go. And then after that, like I got to OU and I was like, all right. Like I didn't really think much about the NFL, honestly, because for me, I was like, I got to OU and I was like, all right, I got to figure out how to play, be a football player. Because <laughs> I was still a basketball player. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I got to figure out how to be a straight up football player and straight up everything. And I learned a little bit, then I came here and I really started to get the hang of things. And I think it really hit me last year um, after, I'd probably say, honestly, after the UVA game. After the UVA game. I'd oh, really? That late? Yeah. And like, I mean, even at the Colorado game, I was like, you know what? Like, I still I was like, I still have a lot to prove. Like, I was like, I mean, I can't just do this one game. Like, that was the one, even though what the coach was telling me, like, hey, this don't let this be like a one game thing. So, I think that was the biggest thing. And then after the UVA game, I remember, obviously, I was like, I was very sad that we lost a game. I was sitting on the bus, and, I mean, I kind of just had a conversation and with the coach, and uh, but he was just like, dude, he's like, you don't, you have no idea how good you could be. Like, they're like, and I, honestly, that was based off, like, my practice level, my diet, yeah. like, all that stuff. They're just like, bro, like, if you take some of these next things to the next level, like, bro, like, you could be the best tight end. And, like, I don't think what really woke me up was, like, bro, like, you're doing what Brock Bowers does in a worse conference. That's the only reason you don't get looked at. And I was like, I mean, I mean, I didn't really believe him. Then, obviously, go and watch film and stuff. Like, I, I think I played very, very similar to him. Yeah. So, it was like, dang, like, I think I could be that type of level guy. So, that's kind of been my mindset going into the season. It's like, I'm going to prove to people that I'm that type of player and that I can be that good. Just and, your, him. like, your body of work, too. Like, whether that be the Colorado, U of A, through the end, like, I feel like it was when people look at it, obviously it was, it's skewed because of the start of the season, right? Mm -hmm. And the way the offense was called um, and the utilization from not just you, but even Messiah Swinson too, mm -hmm. right? Like all, Absolutely. all summer long and even at fall camp, all we heard was that the tight ends are going to get used. And right. I feel like that's what we heard. We heard with Curtis Hodges and guys that came before him. Right. And you leave at the end of the season and you're just like, dude, what the hell? We've had like six seven six six tight ends sitting here the entire time they go off in the summer and spring and fall and then you never see them yeah it's like it's gotta be frustrating for you yeah it was um especially too i think the first year i was here with curtis was kind of the year i was like dang like man curtis like in my mind i was like man curtis is like eating like we could really throw him the ball like yeah eight to times a game he's huge and yeah and he wasn't and he didn't get it and i was like man i was like it's kind of crazy and then going into the season I had had, well, even in the first spring ball, I'd had a good spring and I had a really good spring yeah. game and I didn't play very much, which I mean, I understandable. We had a, we had a very veteran tight end room. So I kind of understood, but going into the next year, I was like, Hey man, like it's me and Messiah, like let's roll, let's go. And it was kind of like, Messiah was getting touches and I didn't get as much. And I was like, I mean, okay, I'm just gonna be patient and be patient. And it was frustrating. But I think obviously once the play calling changed and they're like, you know what, like these dudes can play, let's give them the ball, let's give them a chance. Cause if, like worst comes to worse, you already saw what we do, like not getting the ball very much. Like yeah. why not though too, since see what happens. So yeah. I think that was the biggest thing is they finally got to see. And like even going into this year, I think we have such a big expectation now is like, yeah. I went into spring, I mean me personally, and I, I think the whole tight ring spring, I went into the spring wanting to literally like, put it on the map that like, hey, I'm a dude and I'm yeah, gonna prove it. Absolutely. And I think that's what a lot of the tight end room do in ter terms of Bryce, Messiah, and even us all, everyone's coming in. So I think 
this year, it's one of those years where we're going to say it again. And I think it's actually going to come to fruition. So, you know, I would think for our Sun Devil Nation, obviously, it'd be exciting to be ready in terms of just not even just the tight ends, the tight ends, the receivers, the quarterbacks, the whole defense. So I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah. The reason the reason I bring up um, the not the issues, but the the start of last season and the, the play calling and the offense in general is just because, like, you know, there's kids out there at the high school level that are freshmen, sophomores, juniors, seniors, probably even right that are probably discouraged at this point whether they're you know they're not starting they're hurt whatever the the same thing the utilization in the offense like how did you get through that right like mentally waking up every day being like i know i'm talented i know i'm capable of so much but at the end of the day it's just not my time yet dude i i honestly and this is crazy and like this is just real it was so hard like that you know i don't think people understand how hard it is not playing especially when you're a high school kid and you're playing every snap yeah like for me i played both ways I, w- I played offense, defense. I was on special teams. I was the punter. I was a kicker. Like, it was different. And even going to, going to OU, I think it was a year. I was like, all right, like, let's be real. I'm not the freshman of the year that's going to be on the field and playing right away. Yeah. I just, I had to accept that. And I was fine. I think the next couple years where I wasn't playing very much were the hardest ones because it was like, dang, like, I think I've developed well. I think I look good. And like, not, and this isn't even fault to Curtis or anyone I played played with, but it's just like I think I could be out there competing with those guys doing the yeah. same thing. So it's like one of those things where it's like you gotta you gotta gotta eat it. You gotta take use this fuel fuel. For me, I was waking up. I was obviously I was discouraged. I wasn't getting the ball in practice. Wasn't getting the ball in games. But it's just like what can I do? It's like every time the ball gets thrown to me, catch it. Like yeah. that was that was my biggest thing. Was like every practice, like if I have a drop ball, I should like I I can't complain because yeah. that's my like I gotta show reason why I should be on the field. And I think, again, going to the last spring, not this one, we just had the one before that, or no, 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 sorry. The fall camp going into this, going into this past season was the part where I had a really good fall. I'd proved in blocking a lot. And I was like, listen, like, I promise you put me on the field and give me a chance. I'm going to show you. And they're mm-hmm. like, all right. And they played me a little bit and they started to kind of stay where it was at. And I was kind of getting frustrated. And then I told, I had a conversation with coach Wood and I was like, coach Wood, like, can you tell me why I'm not on the field? And they're like, he was like, man, at the end of the day, like, you know what? Like, we see you developing, but it's one of those things where you got to, it's just got to keep going. You got to keep progressing. And I was kind of like, well, like, when's the give or take? Do I get experience? Like, what's that mean? Yeah, like, like, yeah, like, it's like, it's like at the end of the day, like, the only experience I'm going to get is getting on the field and playing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think literally, like, the Colorado game, when I finally got to play more than, and like, what I tell people is like, I finally got to play five or six plays in a row instead of playing one or two plays and coming out. Yeah. And I got to get going. I got to get the, like, the motion going. And that was when they were, like, Coach Guam was like, yeah, like, keep him in. Like, I was, get, I, like, it was funny because I was already, like, I was already, like, looking, like, all right, am I coming out? And they're like, no. And saying, I was like, oh, bet. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, it was like, I think that was just what got it started for me. And, like, I guess the one thing I could say is, like, you've got to be so patient in college football now because there's transfers. Yeah. There's the older dudes that are just ahead of you and more experienced than you. It's hard. It's it's getting tougher and tougher and tougher for recruits to come out and play right away because of the transfer portal ever since the transfer part like why like and just realistically why take a freshman kid that's not developed not this big not as strong when you can go in the portal and find a guy that's played for the past three years yeah. and been in a system that can be ready and be prepared by season so i think it's one of those things where it's like you got to come in and you either got to prove yourself right away that you can play as a freshman or you got to be patient you got to sit there and you got can't get frustrated you got to get like or let me not say you can't get frustrated you can't get frustrated you can be used to fuel don't let it just sit there and like complain behind and talk behind people's back and be like oh i should be playing over yeah. here i should be doing this and i feel like you got to have and again you i feel like you got to have those conversations right like that conversation that you had with coach wood just being as simple as like what do i need to do right. to go play i feel like there are a lot of recruits and there are a lot of just I mean, athletes in general, like not even just specific to football players at the college level, but high school as well. Of just like, 
you can't be afraid to go have that conversation with your yeah, coach. Yeah, no. Yeah, you kind of got to man up. Like, you got to realize, too, like, when you get in college, like, you're an adult. Like, yeah. you're on your own. Like, your mom and dad can't go to the coach and be like, why isn't my baby playing? Like, that, that that's not how that works. So, like, for me, I finally had to learn, like, hey, like, I'm going to go to my coach. I'm going to ask him what I can do to be on the field. Yeah. And I went and asked him, and we had a good conversation. I have a good relationship with Coach Wood. I was like, hey, like, what can I do? And he's like, listen, like, you're getting better, but you got to keep getting better. And that was kind of where I was like, okay, I understand what you're saying, but this and that. And we like, <laughs> and like, we did, we did. Like, and obviously it's a lot of give and take. And it's like, you're, it's your coach. So, like, yeah. you can be, I was straight up with them. I was like, I think I could be playing right now. I was like, I think I would produce. I think I'd help. And they're like, all right. Like, and then finally I got to show, give a chance. I got a chance at Colorado. Obviously had a lot to do with Trenton too. Trenton was back there and Trenton had a lot of pr- trust in me since I got here. Yeah. Um, I was, when I was a backup, he was throwing, like, we're throwing with each other every day. So it was one of those things that finally stuff had just aligned right. Like a lot of times, like everything has for a reason. Like I said, like it, everything aligned right that night. I felt good coming in the game. Trenton was a starter. I knew I was going to get to play a lot because of everything that had changed in the past couple of days and from Washington game and UCLA and stuff like that. So, like, it was just a good feeling going in. And after that, was, the rest was history, honestly. Yeah, rest is history. And now Jalen Conyers is a top five tight end in all of college football. Uh, before we continue the conversation, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Bet MGM. They've got this really, really cool deal that they started last Friday, June 23rd. Bet MGM players are now going to receive a bonus bet upon login to Bet MGM Sportsbook every Friday for the next three weeks. That literally means just for logging in, you guys are going to get free money. Claim period extends through Saturday and Sunday, so you got 72 hours to log in to claim that free money and then another 72 hours to use the bonus bet after you log in. Log in at any point during the weekend and claim your bonus bet on the house and if you haven't signed up for betmgm yet use that bonus code phnx there's a few different offers depending on where you live but for our arizona audience place your first bet offer and receive up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets not 100 not 200 not 300 but a thousand dollars back in bonus bets if it loses with betmgm again make sure you use that bonus code phnx check out the show notes for full details and now you guys get to listen to the wonderful voice of shane diefenbach telling you about the disclaimer Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Michigan. And guys, when you win some money on BetMGM, you're going to be sitting there wondering what to spend it on. And aside from Arizona State football tickets for the start of the season, you Go guys bet should, on the Sun Devils. <laughs> should be spending some of that money over at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub, whether that be the food or just the amazing beers that they have. Jacob, are you? what's your favorite beer this time of year? You a WoW guy, a PJ? Yeah, during the, during the summer, it's got to be a WoW. Yeah, it's Something a WoW. I'm really light because it's like a bajillion degrees outside. I'm big on the peach ale, man. I think the peach, peach ale is good. It, you ever mix the two? I haven't, but that quite literally sounds gorgeous. That's what it sounds like. It sounds, be gorgeous. It sounds gorgeous. It sounds like it would change my life. Have you? Yeah, they're delicious. A wow and a peach ale. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. I get chicken tenders. The chicken tenders are amazing. Fire. Guys, check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do got to be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Jalen, before I let you rant, because I know I know there's something, and I saw it too, and I've got some things to say. 
I want to close the conversation on your journey and your advice to, to some of these kids with what is the best and what is the worst piece of advice that you have ever received? The best advice I ever received. Best advice I ever received. Man, that's tough, man. I think probably was, honestly, it's kind of what I go off every day. It, it, it kind of goes with, this kind of goes with the best and the worst. So the best is it does not matter where you came from as long as you're willing to put in the work. I think the biggest misconception, and this kind of goes with the worst. It's kind of to combine right now. The worst, I think the worst advice I ever got was, hey, like you're from this school, like you're going to have to be realistic. You're probably going to have to go D2 or D3 or JUCO. Like that was, that was kind of the, be, so I got be, told. be realistic. No, it's the yeah, worst piece yeah, of basically, advice. like honestly. And like, I think that was the crazy part was, I mean, I was, I can't, like, if, if you anything know about text, if you know anything about text football, I went came from a two way high school. I graduated with about 28 kids in my high school class. There were probably about 25 kids on the varsity football team, like sophomore through uh, senior. So, like, it's, like I came from a super small town. Like I mean, I'm talking. You know those towns you see on the TV that shut down the whole town when there's a football game on Friday <laughs> night. That's what I was. That's what I was. And we didn't have the best. We didn't. I mean, and again, no hate to my teammates. This is just real life. We didn't have the best team. We didn't have the best team. We didn't have the best athletes. Like we, it's just one of those things. Or you're like you're a small school. You're a small town. You got to yeah. make stuff work. And I, a lot of people told me like, hey, like if you think you're gonna go D one, like you need to be realistic with yourself. Like you, you're not. Like, and I think that was like the craziest part was like. When I finally got my first couple offers, I was like, dang, like, I really can't go D1. And, like, ever since I got here, I think a lot of people are like, hey, the Texas panel will get re recruited more because of you and this and that. And it's like, it wasn't because of me. It's because of guys like me. Like, I might have had a partner, but, it, like, this town, like, this area has always been able to have kids. Like, I know a bunch of dudes that could have went D1 and wanted to and got told, like, they couldn't do it. So they went to a smaller school to play more or did this and did that. I think it's all about work ethic. I think it's all about, like, believing in yourself. Like, at the end of the day, like I had to bet on myself, like because, like, I mean, honestly, where I come from, it's very casual. It's very known for kids to go to these schools and then leave the first semester or after a year. Like, it's been, a, it was a very common thing. Whether it was football, basketball, baseball, like all, a lot of them did it. Like, I know a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends I grew up with that went to like school and went to go play sports and then end up finishing out because they couldn't do it. And I think that was the hardest part for me was having to go in knowing, like, and like I was going D one compared to some of them going to different schools. Yeah. It was like, dang, like. If they can't survive that, like, I don't know what this is going to be like. And I got there and I was like, bro, you know what? Like, I can hang. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some effort. It's going to take a lot of pain and probably a little bit of suffering. But, like, I got it done. And it's crazy because the best advice I ever got told was, like, bro, it does not matter where you come from. And Like, I know, like, there's so many dudes that played seven-man football, six-man football, yeah. eight-man football in the league doing things that, like, I mean, I want to do. Like, it's not unheard of to come from a small school and be able to do that stuff. So I think that was the best advice. I think the worst advice was, honestly – you're right. Be realistic. Like, I think you should shoot for like what, like whatever you have in your head that you need to shoot for, shoot for it. Yeah. And then if that doesn't work out, go to plan B. Because that doesn't work, go to plan C. If that doesn't work, go to plan D. After that point, yeah, probably should be a little realistic with yourself. But keep going for like what you want to go for. Because at the end of the day, if you don't really do it, like you're going to miss 100% shots you don't take. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a Michael Jordan quote, but you, I'm I, serious. You got to, it's turned into like a Monday motivation show, but like you, you like I feel like you, there and again when you get to the high school level there is so many kids that are dual sport athletes um or they are you know the star football player the mm -hmm. star basketball player and then they go on to college and they're just a guy on a roster like yeah. they're they're not the guys that you see on saturday scoring touchdowns or in the heisman conversation um 
and I feel like they give up really easily. And mm-hmm. I, it's I feel like it's easier to give up now because the transfer portal yeah. exists, right? I don't get playing time. Perfect. I'm a transfer. I'm a hop in the transfer exactly, portal. There's yeah. a place for me. Like I, I feel like it is. It's getting increasingly more difficult. But I think you are seeing with the athletes that do come out of it, right? That that stick to where they're at. Mm-hmm. A Jalen Conyers, a Caleb Williams, who mm-hmm. was a backup quarterback to Spencer Rattler. Like people forget that. And yeah. like took he, over midway through the season in the Texas. And game. now he's the, the best player in country. college football. And yeah, and he's probably going to win the Heisman again. Surefire first overall pick right like no absolutely you, you just you got to keep going yeah i mean like i like i like genuinely someone's gonna have to have the best season of like their life in order to like take it over for him man. like yeah he, like and dude like and i know him and like dude he just works and like he even when he was at ou bro he was like he knew like coming in, he's like he's like i could be the starter it's like i know I'm, I'm gonna be patient i'm gonna wait but i'm gonna compete every day and go into practice like i'm the starter and that was just his mindset and then i remember watching it the Texas game, and I was like, man, oh, they're yeah, gonna yeah. put Caleb in. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, oh, they probably think they're good. I was like, bro, Caleb's a dog, and he sure enough, he came out, and then obviously the rest is history for him too. He's won a Heisman, probably gonna win it again, number one overall pick next year. So, so it's doable. It's like, I mean, this is one of those things. I mean, you gotta grind, you gotta be able to, you gotta be willing to stick with it. And if yeah. you're not, then yeah, honestly, the sport isn't for you. Yeah. Football isn't for you. Basketball isn't for you. None of it. The like, sports. You not literally. <laughs> like in the again, the transport. Yeah, it's just man, the transport makes everything so crazy now because it's just like you're right. If I don't play, I'm gonna get in the portal because someone will take me. Yeah. But there's so many dudes lost in the portal right now. Like go look. I don't know if there's a stat, but like go look how many dudes are in the portal that you honestly have heard of. Like. The first one that comes to mind, and like this is no hate to him at all, Eric Gilbert, bro. Eric Gilbert was the tight end ranked ahead of me in 2020, I believe. Like dog, all American, all this like super dude. Like he put, came in with Michael Mayer, and like bro, and like he's gone from LSU to Georgia now to Nebraska, and like dude, he's a dog. But he's just I don't know. He just he can't seem to stick to one place. So I hope he obviously succeeds in Nebraska, but it's just one of those things where you got to stick it out and grind. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, and again, I can't speak from a coach's perspective, but I feel like at a certain point you see a player that's transferred a couple times, and if I'm a coach, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I really want that, right? Like, I know you yeah. got the experience, but, like, yeah. I want a guy that's committed to it, and, like, if you're somebody that gives yeah. up after a year. Yeah, I feel like there's two sides of it. I feel like there's a side that's like, oh, maybe he wasn't in the right situation two or three times. I mean, That's what I'm saying. The first time I get, but yeah, if you're— first time you kind of under—second time, you're like, oh, like, okay, maybe. But, like, the th- I mean, once you're hitting the third or fourth time of transfer, <laughs> like, like, what? Dude, like, why? Well, at that point, like, you're running maybe, out of eligibility, maybe too. Maybe it's not the school that's the problem at the end of the day. And, like, I go. feel like that's—and that's just co- coaches' mindsets is going to be. Like, it's not necessarily—it may not be you yeah. at all. It may be you ended up at three schools in three terrible situations, but they don't know that. Like, so, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, again, you got better on yourself. You got to take your chances. And if you want to move, you can go ahead. Move. Yeah. I'm it's, not moving my stuff though. Wait, <laughs> I'm, I moved twice. That was enough for me. And you could work, you could grind, and you could still have haters. Um, as we saw today with Super West Sports deciding to tweet some very, very interesting uh, predictions, if you will. Uh, so Super West Sports tweeted this out, and it's 24 7 sports predictions uh, for the 2023 Pac 12 football season. And it goes like this USC 11 1, UW 11 1, Oregon 10 2, Utah 10 2. Oregon State eight and four, Washington State eight and four, and now this is the point where you could like, okay, maybe I'll see Arizona State somewhere in this next line, right? UCLA six and six, nope. Colorado five and seven, Arizona five and seven, Cal four and eight, Stanford three and nine, and then at the bottom of the pack with Stanford, they've got Arizona State also at three and nine. 
And the way they have this working for for Arizona State's schedule is they have them going 3-0 in non-conference, starting with wins over Southern Utah, Oklahoma State, and Fresno State. And then they have them losing every single conference game to Cal, Stanford, Colorado, whatever. What do you think about that, Jalen? <laughs> I don't know what. I don't. I, it was so crazy because I saw that list, and I and I'll be the first to tell you. Like I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't let the list like get to me. Like yeah. no, like whether it's a tight end ranking or a position ranking or or football ranking, I don't let it get to me. I'm just like I'm gonna look at it because I want to know what other people think. Because like for me. Like I said, I've already gone over. I like being the underdog. I've yeah. always been an underdog. That's cool. I like that. That's cool. This one bothered me for more reasons than like just me or just a team. Like this was like, and to me, this is like insane. This is disrespectful. Like I genuinely <laughs> think this is insane. Like last year, what we we went three nine last year. Yeah, we went three nine last year, and we beat we beat uh, UW, Colorado, and who was the third one? I remember Southern or NAU. NAU, right? Beat them three. I completely understand last year. I get it. I'm like, that's over now. But, bro, if you're going to tell me, you look at ASU's football roster. Oh, I got to watch what I say. If you think you you can look at ASU's football roster and think we're not beating at least, at least Cal or Stanford, (laughs) you are so far up something that I can't say that I don't even know what to tell you. First of all, if you got us, okay, first of all, let's go over this first. You got us beating, so the, the list, it had us beating uh, Southern Utah first game. Then you got us beating Oklahoma State. You're telling me Oklahoma State is going to be worse than Cal, Stanford, and respectfully, possibly Colorado? There's no shot. There's no shot. Like what? And then San Diego State is even or who we play? Oh, Fresno. Fresno State's not it like it's that, that's not going to be a slouch. That's going to be a good team. They're going to be a good team. Yeah. They lost a quarterback. That's going to be a good team. Then we go. Okay, I understand the USC's, the Washingtons. Cool, whatever. Like we're going to get there when we get there. That's going to be games. But to say we're only we're going to go zero and nine in conference play is insane. To say we're not going to win one conference game is insane. Like when you look at the roster, this this talent we have, the talent that the defense has. The coaching staff we have, like, dude, you are nuts if you think that's like. If we go three and nine this year, I'll, I'll retire. <laughs> Honestly, like, you can write that down, take a picture, take a video. If we go three and nine this year, I'll retire from football. It is, it is seriously crazy when you look at it's the just fact. like, and like, obviously, I'm biased because I'm on the team and these are my teammates. But like, dude, like three and nine, like in zero and nine in conference play. When was the, who was the last team to go zero and nine in conference play? I like, don't even remember. Like, three and nine for ASU was one of the worst seasons. Yeah, in program like, 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 let's be real, bro. We ain't U of A, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna be real honest. We're not U of A. The the crazy thing is, right? Yeah, I I would agree. And again, right? Like, I I am biased in a sense because I I cover Arizona State. Not as biased as you because you're on the team, right? So I'll tell you. I'll tell you straight up. But like, this roster drastically improved from last season Mm -hmm. to this season. And we were in games last year. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Is like you look at some of the games that you guys were in. Last year, you guys gave USC arguably the toughest first half they have had. Thank you. We were in that game until the till the end, about the back half of the third quarter. And again, the score 42 25 does not tell the full story of that game. They they scored two touchdowns late. You're literally an inch from beating Stanford. If Elijah Badger has a shoe size smaller, you win that game. And let's not forget, and not to be rude, the coaching situation at the time. Yeah. 
the and you could argue that for the majority of the first half of the season, mm. the Washington game that you guys did win, forty five to thirty eight in a, in a and quarterback. If we don't beat them. Battle. We don't beat them. They're probably in the playoff because they're playing in the Pac twelve championship, and they could arguably win that. If they win that game, they're in the playoff. And I know Michael Penix Jr. didn't finish that game, but for the majority of the game that he was playing, and he's widely regarded as the second best quarterback or third-best quarterback in this conference behind a guy like Caleb Williams and Bo Nix, right? So that was a dogfight of game. You scored 45 points on that team. You whooped Colorado, and again, 42-34 doesn't tell the full story of that game. If you watch it back, they scored garbage time points late. The, The UCLA game couldn't contain DTR. He's not even on the roster anymore, so I don't know why... Let that's another thing. Let's pull up the, the the graphic one more time because you could have your issues with ASU being three and nine, and I'll listen to it. My I've got other issues with this list. To tell me that you think Colorado is going to be five and seven is again it blows my mind why people think Colorado is going to be as good as they think they are. They're one of the worst teams in all of college football. I personally, outside of Travis Hunter, I. TBD on Shador. Like, I don't think that team is going to win five games. I think they're in the conversation with Cal and Stanford. UCLA at six and six drives me crazy because they, for so long, have been so average and they were so average for so long with a super talented quarterback in DTR and he's gone. So now you either have the backup or you have a freshman in Dante Moore starting who you just have a question mark. But you to tell me that they're going to sit there and win six games. Washington State lost its entire defensive staff to Arizona State. Literally. So to tell me that they're going to be eight and four, it, it's just they're so. And again, I know the predictions and I know it's part of it is meant to to stir conversation. Yeah. But Can you pull that up one more time? I want to look at one more thing. Gosh, it's tough. We got Cal at four and eight. And Arizona at five and seven. Can we like? I don't know what their schedules are. I'll, I'll pull it up think, for you. But you got Cal winning four games and us winning three games. I'll pull up the Cal schedule for you right now. Yeah, you could tell me. I where I, I want to know who their non conference games are. So they've got North Texas. Should be a win. Should probably win. They're going to lose to Auburn. They're going to get destroyed by Auburn most likely. So that's already one loss for them. Then they've got Idaho, which may probably win that. I, I'll give give them Idaho. Yeah. Let's give my dough. But they could that's a, it's just they like, could lose that game. But like, oh my god. They could lose that game. They're this, losing to Washington. Yes. I, I have Arizona State beating them. We're we're beating Cal. They're losing to that's Oregon it. State. They're losing to Utah. Holy shit, that's a tough stretch. They go from Washington to Arizona State. To Oregon State to, to Utah. Oregon State to Utah to SC. Yeah. To also, Oregon. <laughs> also, whoa. I need it. You we're going three and nine in eight home games. Are you for real? Eight not a games. single conference win. You're not giving us a conference <laughs> win in eight home games. We're playing. Hold on. How many home games we have in the first? We have three home games in non-conference. Yeah, all your non-conference. Okay, so we have five home conference games, and you're not giving us one. You're not giving us one of those games. Like, bro, be for real, dog. Come on, dude. Cal is not winning. Cal at the at the most that I see is three games, and that's with a North Texas, Idaho, and Stanford. Who and that's is, assuming they beat Idaho. Who is us, BK fourteen? Who I don't. Are you three and nine? Or you? Is there any other team that's three and nine? Uh, I think Stanford. Stanford as well. Oh, if you're uh, from Stanford, Stanford probably is going to go three and nine. <laughs> they might. They ASU's might. ASU's not going three and nine. I can promise you, we're not going three and nine. No, it's it's. We're it's, more likely to go two and ten than three nine. It's, honestly. I I don't see a scenario where you lose every single conference game. I if you don't. want me, if you want me to throw in a realistic. If you want, if you want my opinion, and like this is I, me personally, like going into the season, I'm thinking undefeated. That's what that's that's me personally, me like just me, like my Colorado mindset, was my, one in a, or yeah, Colorado was one in eleven last year. 
Okay. Listen, I don't talk about Colorado very much because I respect Deion Sanders what he done. Obviously, and he played for the Cowboys, so he's I'm I respect obviously him a fan as a player. Of I, absolutely. <laughs> it's just like what he said in the was it the team meeting where he said, "I'm bringing all my bags. Yeah, I'm bringing my bags, and they're Louis." Okay, bring my own. Luggage. I understand. I understand what you're saying, and you are confident in your players, and that's how you should be. Like I want Dilly to say the same thing about us. But Jackson State is not Pac-12, dude. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's just, that's just real being realistic. And I'm not gonna lie. If Colorado goes 11 and one and blows us out of the water, then cool. Like I like this, like this podcast is funny because like if everything I'm saying, I'm gonna have to. If I have to eat my words, I have to eat my words, and I'll take it like a man and I'll say I said it because that's just my honest to God opinion, and I'm gonna stand on my opinion just like anyone else would. But it's just like, dude, like it's not the same. It's not similar. Like. It just blows my mind. Like, I'm not trying to rant, but dude, three and nine is just, it, that just blows my mind. Anytime you bring up Deion Sanders in Colorado, I always got something to say. It's just, I mean, and like, cool. Like, uh, Travis Hunter's a dog. Shadur Sanders blew out of water. He's actually from Texas. He played Texas football. Doesn't mean it's going to work. I'm not saying, I know, I agree. It's, it's, and, and whoa, can we go back for two seconds? They just lost their two best receivers, and one of them plays on our team. Yeah, I feel like everybody forgot that we just took Colorado's best offensive like weapon we got from Jordan last Tyson season. And Lotomi Lo, 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 is Craig, or whatever his name is, is at U of A. Arizona, Air, the state of Arizona got the two best Colorado receivers. Jackson State, by the way, lost their bowl game. Also, let's just be honest here. If you think Travis Hunter is going to play both ways in the Pac-12 and like survive and be healthy not, for twelve games, you're crazy too. It's not happening. Not happening at all. It, okay. it like, and, like, and let me say this, actually. He could probably do it, but being at a high level on both sides of the ball, not being tired, is that's just – it's that would be – he would be the best player of all time if he could do it and do it, be at a high level of both. Oh, absolutely. In today's college football, too? Oh, absolutely. Where the pace is it's so fast. And so much faster. And the Pac-12 is known for scoring points. Like – we're like we're at, Pac-12 low key this year is entering like Big 12 territory of how much points we're going to score in games. Oh, I yeah. think in my personal it's opinion, a, it's a quarterback. You conference. got you got Oregon, Washington, USC. Honestly, and like as much as you want to say it, us, bro. Like how like we how many games did we score over 35? I don't know how many. I, uh, I'll I'm, tell you. I don't know. I, I I think we scored a lot in games over 35. I could be wrong. No, I think you're right, and I think there was a certain point that I tweeted it last season where you guys only won games where you scored 30 or That's more what points. I'm saying. You scored 40 against NAU. You scored against Wait, what's the point total you're looking for? Uh, over th- like 35. Over 35. You scored 40 against NAU. You scored 45 against Washington State. You scored 42 against Colorado. You scored 36 against UCLA. You scored 35 against Arizona. Like, it's not like we're not scoring points. Like, we were scoring points. Like, that's seven touchdowns. Or, whoa, don't. Sorry, I'm dumb. That's five touchdowns. Math. Sorry, terrible <laughs> math. Terrible math on my part. That's five touchdowns. Like, that's what I'm saying. This team is like we're averaging. We were probably we probably averaged around 20 points, 20, 30 points a game. And I'm, look, he's not a part of this. So, coach, if you're watching, you did it with the offense that you had last season was garbage, man. It was garbage. It was slow. It, the the pacing of it was never right. The timings were off. Like it was, it was abysmal to watch. And now you stick the offensive masterclass of. Kenny Dillingham and Bo Baldwin in there. Not to mention the fact that you're bringing back Sean Aguano, like Coach Wade. Like, it's going to look entirely different, and I don't even think Arizona State fans. Elijah Badger's back. I don't even think Arizona State fans understand the difference that you are going to see from this offense this year to the difference 
from from last season's offense it's just like dude like we have we are so explosive and like that's just me going from spring like we are such an explosive team like athletes everywhere like like the tight end room's athletic the receiver room's athletic the quarterback room is as much as y'all and like i'll be first one to say y'all haven't seen t run but like just have faith okay if he needs to he will the quarterbacks are athletic and when we're talking about a defense with a crazy scheme with a lot of the dang near the dang near the whole db core coming back you got veteran linebackers and we have a great d line like we're gonna be good i i don't I'm not gonna sit here and like realistically. I know I told I told you not to be realistic, but that's about yourself. I'll be honest. We, realistically, are we gonna go undefeated? Most likely not. When was the last time a Pac-12 went team went undefeated? Net like almost never. Like a long ass time ago. But like the like we like we are gonna be in the conversation. Because if you told me we beat Washington last year and you don't think we're gonna hang in some of the games that we did, like if you go look at a bunch of the games we played last year, we were in the game a lot of the time. Like even. Whether it's the Juve game or the USC game or the Washington State game where we almost came back and won, like we're in these games. Like, oh, we remember TV's. Yeah, and like, dude, like Trenton can move. Like, whether it's Trenton, Drew, Jaden, like Jacob, like I don't whoever the whoever the quarterback is, like we're gonna be we're gonna be a good team. We're, we're gonna like whoever is back there is gonna help us win games. But at the end of the day, like. Not it's, to mention you got a bunch of running backs too. Oh, that's shoot. that's another slept Scat, on position. Mar- uh, it's another position Scott, group. Carlos, Tevin. Uh, Tevin, George. Like, we have dogs in, like, we are offense. We, I'll say it. We'll average 35 a game. I'll say it. I wouldn't put it past you at all. I, I don't, I don't think there's going to be, there might be one or two games where we score 21, 20. Like, that's just, that's just, that's just football. But I genuinely think if we're, like, we're honestly could be one of those teams, like, if we're in a shootout, like, you better hang on because, like, we're going to score points. I believe it. And Dilly, Dilly is just, Dilly and Bo dial plays and like we are ready to go it's exciting man it is super exciting guys another super exciting thing is all the deals they have over at circle k whether that be energy drinks iced coffee beer uh snacks they've got it all over at circle k guys and make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff right now text phnx to 31310 to join their sms subscriber club and get a buy one get one free offer on 32 ounce polar pops head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find circle k's near you now you got your circle k in hand you're back at home you're on your computer you're on twitter you're watching us you're going to click and you're going to open up one more tab and you're going to head over to the phnx locker and you're going to become a die hard today to grab your membership and when you do that you guys are going to receive exclusive content discounts on all the merch access to the discord chats not to mention we, we've got some really cool events going on whether that be the diamondback takeovers uh the next one happening here let's see we have the next Diamondback takeover here. What next month in July? Do we have any takeovers? I think so. I think so. Diamondbacks are a wagon. To quote the one, the only Sean to pause. You're gonna want to get out there. Um, Go watch a game. You may see Conyers over here as a DH one day. Dude, I'll, the I will smack one. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, and our knockout nights, cornhole tournaments over at BetMGM, uh, the first Friday of every month, guys. So, go become a diehard. That's what happens when you're not a diehard, pretty much. I got texted to do that. Did you? Shane, shoot Totri with the Nerf gun. Oh, Shane. I did it. Did I get a cookie or something? No, like, you don't get I a cookie. Get did anybody guess your middle name yet? Um, I don't know. I didn't look. I saw Spencer. Is it nope. Spencer? What was the other one? There was one at the That was literally the only guess in there. I'm there pretty was sure. another one. No, no. Scott. 
That's it. It's Scott. Yeah, it is. Jalen Scott. Who's Alex Connors. D? I feel like you've been. I don't know. I feel like I gotta. You gotta. I gotta verify that you don't know me, Alex. You gotta you drop your. It up. Drop your. Is can you look that up? Yeah, you uh, can. Probably you're look you're up. big. You're not that big. Look up Jalen. Jalen Conyers' middle name. Let's see. There's no shot that pops up. I got height, weight, net worth, age of birth. Oh, what's my net worth? I wonder what my net worth is. I don't see you're you. an op. I'm not an op, but it's like I, if I shoot somebody, like I have to give a reason Grubber? why. Who's Grubber? Like I'm not Jaw, bro. Come on, bro. Grubber? Uh, yeah, I don't see your middle name anywhere. <laughs> why did the you last two times transfer? ASU had eight <laughs> home games and a head coach in his first two years? ASU won ten games both times, three and nine. My ass. Hey, give me some. Yeah, yes, sir. No, he said no shot. It actually was Scott. So if I actually don't know, yeah, I will be my you. Oh my god! What do you mean pause? What did I say? I didn't say anything. Shane's, just, Shane's at the airport with a beer in his hand. Don't, uh, even, don't even let him get gotcha. you fired up here because it's time for a snake draft. Heck yeah, son! It's time. I'm about to win my debut, baby. Snake draft. I'm about to win my debut. Baby. Uh, normally we do these on Wednesdays, but because the thief is out and we've got the one, the only corn himself here, I figured it'd be a good time. Uh, to do a snake draft. So Let's go. today we are going to be snake drafting heroes and protagonists. Uh, the way Jalen put it was we're just drafting good the guys. best good guys today. That's pretty much what we're doing. Uh, and because corn is the uh, what's what's the what's the, the term here? The rookie. You're rookie. The, yeah, you're rookie. the rookie. Sure. I'm gonna let you pick. Do you want the first overall pick or do you want the second give me, overall pick? We're snaking, so give me second. You want the second yeah. overall want the second pick? Pick. All right. Let's let's have us on the uh, on the cam. That way we can we can edit some stuff later. Um, without further ado, or I guess you have to say it. You're the commissioner here. You have well, to say I'm on the clock. Without further ado, Anthony Totri is on the clock. There we go. There we go. <laughs> a little late, a little delay, a little delay, a little delay. Just, little delay. just slight, you know. Okay. Roger Goodell can. All right. Get. So first pick. Oh man. Okay. Um. Um. This is just off the cuff here. The best good guy. First overall pick. Um. This is real tough. I didn't. I didn't prep for this to be honest with you at all. Uh. Oh. Give me Simba. Give me Simba. I'm going Simba. Simba. Simba's a good guy. Simba's fighting for for his life. He's fighting for the I mean, pride. Okay. He's fighting for for all of I the mean, kingdom. Okay. I'm, I'm taking Simba. With my I don't first hate that pick. pick. I don't hate it. See now, this is I'm gonna go like I've really been I've been I haven't really prepared either, but I've been thinking about like I'm gonna take a whole different approach. I think I don't really I'm, I I probably will go superhero at some point, but I think right now I think is where I get to like kind of sneak in. So my first pick is gonna be Rocky. Oh, that's like a Rocky. good one. That's like a good Rocky. one. I like going Rocky here because best Rocky. he's a best Rocky four. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I just, I just had to make Rocky. sure. Don't trust anybody that says. I think Rocky in every single movie he's a good guy. Like I think that's kind of the go. Oh. Now this is where it gets a little hard, and I really am trying to think. This is so tough. I didn't even think like, about I feel how like, hard this. I feel be. like I could go superhero here and it'd be safe, but I want to do something out there that's like who's a known good guy. But when I also think good guy, this is also someone I think of. Indiana Jones. Okay. Okay. I like, I mean, those are two really, those are two good guys. Oh, Indiana Jones is a good one. You're going old with some of these, man. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, you know, I'm trying to make it. You're trying, trying to really think. just, I'm trying to think, here. I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of heroes and movies I've watched. Oh, that's tough. Okay. Best good guys. Um, I'm trying, now you got me thinking like favorite movies. Uh, I'm going to be, okay. You know what? I, I don't care if it's too early. 
I don't care. And it's it's recency bias for me because I just have seen this movie twice in the last week. Give me Miles Morales. I Fuck knew it. I knew Spider Man was coming. I had bro. to take Miles Morales. I like knew that it. is just is that Spider Man though, yeah, or is that Spider-Man. Miles Morales? Oh, that's, okay, that's, Miles Morales. That's specific. Okay. He is Spider Man. Yeah, that, okay. that's it's specific. just a different Spider-Man. universe okay. of Spider Man. Okay, um, that's fair. Phenomenal fucking movie, by the way. Just I need to go watch it. Unique. I haven't it's, watched it yet. I need to go watch. I saw it the first time, and I was like, okay, it's one of my favorite. Marvel movies, and then I left I don't the know, second bro. time, and my, I was like, my favorite I, Right movie. now, the Spider-Man with all three of them in it has been my favorite so this far. Movie, have you seen the first one of these? Yeah. Okay. Just watch the second it. one? Okay. Yeah, trust me. Okay. Watch it a second okay. time. And you okay. got to do it in theaters. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, on the way back, this who is tough, am I going to take here? I'm trying to, like, again, I got to think, like, my my favorite movies of all time. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to think. Um. <laughs> okay. This is, this is going to... This is taking a turn, and I'm gonna get. I know I can get this guy later, but I, I I can't like think off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of someone like my favorite. I have like a good. I I have my next pick already. Like I had it set already. It's I'm work. I'm trying to think about my fourth pick here. Oh, this is so tough, dude. This is way tougher than I thought it was gonna be. Oh, Jacob, do you have one in your mind that like you could think of? And I I don't need you to tell me. I'm just curious if you have like a plethora in your head of like. I've been of trying to think, and it's so hard because you're like, well, you don't want to be basic and go with super, all superheroes. No, yeah, saying, I, I don't, don't want to go. I want to be different. I don't want to go all superheroes. Oh my god! Like I can't even think of any right now. Like I'm literally, I'm literally just trying to think here. I'm over here really struggling. Um, okay, this is just because I can't think of anything else. Give me Mike Lowry. Give me Mike Lowry from Bad Boys. Mm. He's a good guy. Okay, he's a good guy. What? Did I spell it correctly down at the bottom there? Michael Lowry. Yeah, that looks about right. Is that how it goes? <laughs> Michael Lowry. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this bro. is so This tough. is a hard one. Okay. I'm going to get, I know Shane's going to climb. Okay, this isn't this. really a, he, this again, this isn't a hero, but he's a great guy and he's a good guy. And if you think of, okay, who's a good person in the history? Give me Mickey Mouse. Oh, you... Oh, I hate you. I you uh you're gonna win off that one pick. Mickey Mouse, man. That's a good see now here. This is where this is a little tough. Oh, bro. okay, I got one. This is where this is tough. I don't know. Do I stick stick with movies here? Oh, this is tough, bro. I think if I stick with movies here, I think I have a chance. I don't know, dude. I'm trying to think of a superhero that isn't basic. This is one of the toughest drafts we've ever done. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm literally lost right now. Um, shoot. I got, I got one. Oh, and I'm back to back on the next two. <sighs> okay, so I have to, this is huge. This is a huge pick right here because this has to be like, all right, who's a good guy, guys? You got a big a three right now. You got to be I able do to have find, a great, I have a great have three. A I have to finish three. out with like, as long as they're like somewhat good. Give me James Bond. James Bond. He's got some heavy hitters. James dog. Bond is a good guy. That gets the job done, man. You got some real heavy hitters, and I think uh, it's gonna. I think it's gonna translate. Totri, yeah, I think you're screwed. I think I am too. He's got such a big four; it's crazy. Um, okay, I give me give me Hercules. Oh, that's a good give one. Me, give me cartoon Hercules. Okay, that phenomenal movie too. Um, and you know what? That's a good one. I'm gonna go. I don't want to take any of the basic ass. Like we got Alex in the chat, Forrest Gump, Superman. I don't want to take any of those. Dude, Forrest Gump was gonna be my next pick. Why'd you say it? <laughs> Bro. I don't. Oh, I don't know if I can't do that. I don't dog. know if I want Forrest Gump though, dude. Forrest Gump is. Oh, I just was, had one in my that head. That was gonna I, be my heavy fifth because he's a great guy. He's done nothing bad. 
All right. I won't. I'm not gonna take him now though, because you said it. I'm not gonna. I, I don't think I want him. Um. Sorry. I'm not gonna take him either, because I feel like if you said him, it kind of Superman, the Mandalorian, Nemo, Keanu Reeves. I know Neo. Neo from the Matrix is is definitely a, a, good, a solid a pick. Guy. He's definitely a good guy. Oh, I know who I'm going with. Uh, <laughs> I got it. Is boys. John Wick a good guy? Ooh, I mean, he's a good guy. He kills a lot of people, but he's a good guy. Yeah, James, mean, so James, James Wong. James Wong. Though, James Wong. Definitely just murks people. That's what you could go there, though. It's okay. Yeah, I'm between. Ooh, give me Harry Potter. Harry I'm taking. Potter. I'm taking Shane's. Yeah, give me Let's Harry Potter. One. That's such a solid. So I I needed somebody to bring me back into the conversation of the heavy hitters Bro, that you have. This one, I think, this one puts it away because if you know me, you know why I'm picking this. This this is near dear to my heart. Oh God, who are you picking? John Cena. Oh my gosh. Dude, you cannot Just leave tell me he's not a good guy. Leave it fucking you blank. You can't tell me that's not a great guy. He make a wish, legend, most ever, best wrestler ever, never like, oh, I think I might have this might be a W. I think I think this might be a W. I think you beat and my he's ass. technically an actor. Like technically. He's a he's an actor. Can I put this on the screen for people to yeah, see? Yeah, you now? can put it on the screen now. Yeah, I think I think I think you beat my ass to be honest with you. Like, uh, you no, put John Cena on yeah, it's, it's, Oh, you can't see him. No, yeah, you, you can't, can't see him. him. Uh, so my list is wildly. Um, but when you put it on the thing, you're unlucky, Cena, right? I'm so I got love. Simba, Miles Morales, Mike Lowry. I know I'm going to lose some people with that pick, but it's one of my favorite movies. Hercules and Harry Potter. And Jalen over here has got Rocky. some of the biggest people in all of fucking film. He's got Rocky, Indiana Jones. Mickey Mouse, James Bond, and John, John Cena. Cena. Can't see him. God, that's a crazy list that you... Hey, I'm not going to lie. Hey, you, did well. start, you did well. Y'all might have to start having me on stage draft because I really might win these things. We can, hey, we can make it a thing. Just make some time out every Wednesday at like Yeah, hey, I got you, bro. God damn, that was such a good... Damn you, that was... The, the best thing was like, was like the first two picks, I was like, all right, I'm, those are locked. Those are ones I don't even think about. Told you your list is up. Yeah, it might be. It might be the way I drafted it, to be honest with you. I know I'm going to lose people on the Mike Lowry pick, but I love I love Mike Lowry. I love that movie. Uh, before we get out of here, another thing that I know me and Jalen both love, Illegal Peaks. Guys, kick off your week with Margarita Monday over at Illegal Peaks. It's exclusive to Arizona locations. They got $3 margs all day, every Monday. Nothing brightens up that Monday mood more than soaking up the sun with a couple margs. And if you're not into drinking on Mondays, that's okay because tomorrow... Over at Illegal Pete's is Taco Tuesdays. $2 tacos all day, every Tuesday. Enjoy your favorite, whether it be chicken, pork, and veggie tacos for just two bucks. So swing by and start your week off the right way over at Illegal Pete's. Alex out here grading the picks. Jalen with five A's. I got A, B, C, B, A. That's five crazy. A's, baby. That is crazy, Alex, that you think Miles Morales is a B. That tells me you haven't seen the new Spider-Man movie. The Miles Morales pick is an A. It's Bro, graded as an That F. might be the best draft I've ever had. That might be I've the best draft like we've ever had on the network. I've had a lot of drafts. I've done like a lot of draft things in terms of heroes. Like I'm going to vote at, for you. You look at those <laughs> fo- you, those five and you're like, man, those are all good guys. They're all heroes. They've all done what they need to do. So I really need to get better at my drafting strategy because I have, over the last month, I've gotten my ass kicked badly. I feel like if you would have prepared, you could have been a little better. Yeah. Would you have taken any of my picks? So, Totri has been beaten by people who don't prepare. Huh? Yeah. You didn't prepare for this. No. No. Shane never prepares. Normally, I prepare and I really? He has people, he literally pulls people. 
Like he'll go to I got people. Scouts. I got I'm not gonna lie, as soon as he texted me, I was like, who's a good guy? And I was like, oh, Rocky was the first one that came to mind. I almost drafted Apollo Creed just after you drafted Ooh, Rocky. That would have been nah, you, you had it done. You had it done, Little Creed. You had it done, Little Creed. Because technically yeah. Apollo Creed was a bad guy for a little bit. Yeah, but he was fun. You you rooted for you rooted for Apollo. Not till the set third episode. The Mike Lowry pick is quite possibly one of the worst picks that's ever been made you in think? the draft. He's a good guy. Have you seen that movie? You seen Bad Boys? Probably a long time ago. Oh, I was God. gonna go my other one, like my little my little backup one was gonna be the Will Smith from I Am Legend. Mm. He's, I mean, he's trying to save me. Yeah, I drafted Will Smith, bro, and I drafted Will before he started slapping my fuckers. So <laughs> I'm I'm chilling on that, guys. That's gonna do it for our show today. If you enjoyed Bow. the content, you can give the show a like and a follow at phnx underscore sun you can follow me on social at anthony underscore told you you could follow jalen at the real j conyers jalen any final message before we get out of here man asu is not going three and nine that's probably the biggest thing i could say but other than that man thanks for having me on i appreciate it always y'all make sure to tune in on wednesday for my podcast where we might have to have totri come on ours and we might i might have to start a little draft series totri can produce yours this week. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that what's going to happen? You're going to teach Ooh. me how to produce stuff? Okay. There we okay. go. Start putting the graphics. I'm going to lie. I'm going to have to start a little draft on mine. And we'll have to go We'll have to go. Jalen versus fans and mm. Jalen versus guests. Okay. I ain't going to lie. I could go undefeated in these drafts, I think. Like a lot of them. Because like, I'd be coming in here talking about the picks and I'm, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Anthony Midtree. That's crazy. He's crazy. That's, that's absolutely crazy. That's foul. Shane. We're, I'm going to have you settle something. Okay. Because we got, Shane's got a bunch of nicknames that he doesn't like. Okay, and so I want you to tell me which one that we're gonna have to just leave with him, and he's gonna—that's he, he, his gonna be his nickname. Okay, so we've got three. We've got the beef and beef. He doesn't like it. He also doesn't like um, mustachio, which mustachio. was provided from somebody in the chat. And then my personal favorite is Lil Purr. See, it's weird because it's just like I, I think you have to go something with the last name because the like, first thing I think of when I look at that last name, I don't know why. This just might be the immature person of me, but I feel like I could just say you can Diefenbach these nuts. Like that's <laughs> what I automatically think of like when I see his last name. So it's like, it's like you know, like it's got to be something. So I, I'm a fan of the Deef and the Beef, Deef and the Beef, Deef and Beef, Deef and Beef, Deef and Beef, Deef and Lock, and that's all it'll ever be. No. Not today is the day. Ethan Buck. Uh, <laughs> these are good. <laughs> when are we? When are we having him try to lock you up? Oh, dude. <laughs> what was that? Oh, he's like, he's yeah. like, he was like, we, yeah, we're gonna come out here and D you up, D you up, D you up, dude. That was, dude. That, that was one the, of the greatest moments. That was this the show's funniest, dude. That, that I laughed show. for thirty minutes. The immediate th- pause. Yeah, the I just had to, I said it right after. Dude, I had to say it because it was it was insane. Like I heard it and I was like, bruh. Like if y'all dude, I don't know what episode that was, but please go back and watch it. it might have been that was the it was the uh NCAA the, tournament post game. NCAA yeah. tournament show. God. Shane Diefenshot. No. Oh, nice. you could be Shane Doofenshmirtz from like Phineas and Ferb. You could roll with that. I ain't gonna lie. I might change your name to that today. Oh God, Shane Doofenshmirtz, Evelyn Incorporated. Guys, we'll see you. Tuesday. Oh, I should have went Phineas and Ferb. That's They're a great good one. Guys. Or Perry the Platypus. Oh, Perry would have been good one. Good one. Good one. Hi guys. Ma- maybe Kenny. Could draft a Kenny. Maybe villains next time. Play the player. I'm down. I'm down. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, 2 p.m. But for now, peace.